Welcome to the Through These Gates podcast, the most rational Nebraska football show on the internet. I'm Caleb Salvatore, your host, and day by day we get more and more impatient, but that's going to change tomorrow because the season is finally here. All that wait, we're, we finally made it, you guys. It's great. I'm so psyched. I mean, we, we're doing the, the Northwestern preview. Um, just just kicking it off. We're going to go a little bit more in-depth than the last video I did where I just did the basic predictions for every game this season. Let's dive right into it. It's going to be an interesting game, and it's going to be an important game. It's This game has a lot of the vibes of the Illinois game from last year, and I don't mean the vibes of everything's going to fall apart and it's going to be a complete train wreck. I mean the vibes of the season kind of depends on week one. Week one's going to decide how this season turns out for Nebraska again. Like, if they go in there and they beat Northwestern convincingly, I mean, who knows? But at the same time, if they go in there and lay an egg and they look, you know, like the Nebraska of old we've seen the last couple years under Frost, it could be another long season and we could be doing a, a top 10 potential coaches video and by October. Um, so, yeah, I think Northwestern will be a good gauge. Pat Fitzgerald, he's not going to let his team be a complete train wreck three and nine that many years in a row. It's not going to happen. I don't think they're going to be world beaters this year back in the Big Ten Championship, but I do think they're better than the three and nine team we faced last year. I think it's going to be a better Northwestern team. I don't think we're going to, you know, come out and beat the brakes off of them for the first, from the first drive of the game. I just don't see that happening. Uh, with that said, this is a team that returns eight starters on offense, five on defense. Eight starters on offense, that may be good or bad, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I mean, it's obviously you saw what we did to these guys last year. Um, Helinski, not exactly an inspiring performance at quarterback last year. Big-time recruit coming out of high school, but it's just kind of like, eh, there's not really a ton to be excited about. In Northwestern, they've never run a flashy offense that leaves a lot to be excited about. It's always been kind of just overwhelming and mundane you know a little bit like Iowa's but I really I for whatever reason the last last year and this year I think it's going to be even more mundane than normal I don't think it's going to be any type of world beaters on offense uh, I it, it, it's going to be it's going to be a struggle but not as bad as it was a year ago the real question is how does Nebraska's secondary respond to this team um there's I mean we lost Cam Taylor Britt we lost both safeties so it's going to be a matter of how does our secondary play? Because the front seven, I can't gush over them anymore, guys. I mean, I, they're going to file a restraining order against me. It's The front seven is great. There's no doubt that I, I have no doubt that they're going to shut down the run and get to the quarterback. If they can't do that, then, well, we've got some problems. It's the secondary. Quentin Newsom sounds like the guy. Everything else is a question mark. I mean, we've heard great stuff about people in training camp, or excuse me, spring training. It's not the NFL. We've heard great stuff about people in spring training, but it's just like, we haven't seen any of these guys in any real extended game action. Uh, Miles Farmer is probably the closest that we've seen in game action, and he's kind of up and down. So we'll see. I mean, it's if Nebraska's secondary, they don't have to be world leaders. They don't have to be you know, as good as they were a year ago or back when they had Prince of Mukamara, Alfonso Denner patrolling, because they're going to have the pass rush up front to help them out. It's just a matter of can they give this pass by this pass rush just enough time to be able to get back there, disrupt the quarterback, and screw the play up. That's the whole thing. I hate – if the, anything else after that is house money because I would hate to rely solely on one segment of the defense to carry you the entire year because then you're going to be in trouble. Um, flip side, defense. They return five starters, like we said. Um, this is obviously what everyone's going to be watching. The defense didn't see a lot of fundamental changes. We got some transfers, obviously, at O'Shawn Mathis, Tommy Hill. The interior line's going to look a little, a little bit different. But uh, the, the offense is where we're going to see the real fundamental changes. And 
how Nebraska's offense will fare against Northwestern's defense, I think, is the big question for everybody. So when Nebraska has the ball, we've already gone over this, that offensive line is going to be whether or not this team sinks or swims this year. That, that, that's what's going to decide it. The sole deciding factor is going to be that offensive line. Because everyone else can ball out, play out of their minds, have a perfect grasp of the system and all the fundamentals and everything. If Raiola cannot get that offensive line into shape, cannot whip those boys into shape, it could be a long year. I, now, I want to say I don't believe the stories about uh, the offensive lineman throwing up 15, 20 times in practice. Clearly, he was being hyperbolic. Clearly, he was being hyperbolic. There would be lawsuits against the university. I mean, not, the practices would get shut down. It, they were not actually throwing up 15 to 20 times per practice. That's a little ridiculous that anyone would actually believe that. I mean, Scott Frost could sneeze, and the media is all over it. That's the type of scrutiny he's going to be out under all year, though. So get used to it, because the guy could fart in the wrong direction, and uh, the mainstream media is, is going to freak out. So, and, and that's what happens when you come out, you talk a big game, you had a lot of success, you declared yourself national champions at UCF, you're pulling all these recruits saying the Big Ten's going to have to adjust to us. That's what's going to happen. Those are the kind of things that happen. You put yourself under more scrutiny. He's done it to himself. And uh, let's see if he can, he can crawl himself out of this hole. And it starts this week against Northwestern, week zero. If they don't beat Northwestern, phew, season's not over. I think they can still rally and make a bowl game. I'm not going to write him off after one week. I don't, but at the same time, man, if you can't beat Northwestern, how are you going to beat Oklahoma? How are you going to go to the big house and forget win, not get humiliated by Michigan? How are you going to beat Minnesota? How are you going to beat Purdue on the road? Wisconsin. I, I mean, I, we can go on and on and on. Seems by all means, yes, I understand that jet lag is a thing, and that's a factor that we shouldn't sleep on. But Northwestern's got to fly on the same plane. Almost the same distance, a little bit less, you know, because they're in Illinois, but almost the same distance. So I don't want to hear it. And by all accounts, I mean, you see the barstool videos and everything. It looks like we're going to be a, have a, a massive home field advantage there, as we expected. So I this is it's a road game for both teams. Both teams got to fly on the same plane, deal with the same jet lag, sleep in the same weird hotel, drive on the left side of the road. I mean, they, they both got to do all that. Everyone, it's a neutral playing field. No one should have a home field advantage. We do, because we're going to have more people there. But at the end of the day, Northwestern had to, had to do the same things we did to get prepared for this game. So there's no excuse of, oh, it was in Europe, we can't win. Same playing field. Level playing field. It's the same thing. Uh, now, again, if we lose the Northwestern, I'm not saying we can't come back and beat North Dakota and Georgia Southern. We should. We should. Um, bowl game still intact. I don't think it's as, as critical, as crucial as last year. The schedule's not near as tough as last year. So it'll be interesting. Um, my prediction is 38-17 Nebraska. I'm sticking with it. I think we win by a couple scores. I think we need to win by a couple scores. I think if we go out there and we squeak it by by a field goal or some late game mistake by Northwestern, I won't feel chicken little sky is falling, but I will be concerned. Be like, okay, it'll kind of remind me of that South Alabama game, Martinez's second in Frost in Martinez's second year. It'll just be like, okay, like we need it's not very convincing. I mean, a win's a win, but in college football, when style points to come into play, it's it's really not. You know, especially when you're a, a head coach that's fighting for his job. 
Um, special teams is going to play a huge role. Everyone's eyes are going to be on special teams. We're going to be holding our breath every time they go back to punt, and that's just going to be just what we're used to by now. That's unfortunately that's what it is. That's a it's a knee jerk reaction for us. It's instinctual. Every time the field goal unit comes out for a chip shot and the punter comes out in our own territory, we're going to be holding our breath. But I really I think the special teams we're going to see in a massive difference from last year. A massive improvement. I could, literally couldn't get any worse, you know. So I think we're going to see this. I don't I don't think special teams will be a concern. I don't, I don't think it's going to cost us this game. Um, I think it, it all goes back to the offensive line. Can they establish the run? More importantly, can they protect the quarterback? Because they couldn't do it last year. There's some things to be excited about. You got a new coach, new blood in there, right? Prohaska's back at left tackle, hopefully. You're going to have him. I mean, guy by all accounts looked like a bookend left tackle with the, the very, very limited game action he saw last year. So there's things to be excited about on that offensive line. And like I went over in, in uh, the offensive preview, you've got an offensive line loaded with four-star talent. The fact that they performed as poorly as they did under Austin for that many years says it ha- just law of averages, man. It has to be coaching. There's no way you missed on that many blue-chip offensive linemen. So I'm looking for the offensive line to really just hit the ground running this uh, tomorrow. Just go out there and just knock some heads around. I mean, you got the Nebraska blood in there with Riola. Come on, let's do it, man. Riola, like I said, he's the one I'm kind of iffy on as far as a coaching hire. Wasn't a, a, a very long track record with him, good or bad. So he's kind of a question mark. Can he establish his name? Guy's got NFL experience. What are you gonna do? You know what? What what's gonna happen? And then Casey Thompson—that's another one. Guy can play. We've seen it. What's he gonna look like in a new system? What's he gonna? Is Mark Whipple really the quarterback whisperer? Or did he strike gold with Kenny Pickett? We're gonna find all this out, and I think Northwestern is the perfect team to find it out about. Because if we started to get the season off against North Dakota or even Georgia Southern. We really wouldn't be able to tell much. But this is a Big Ten team. I don't care if they were a 3-9 and nine Big Ten team last year. This is a Big Ten team. This is a gauge of, of, of how this team is going to be. It's the perfect gauge in the sense that we're not starting the season off against Notre Dame, Ohio State, you know, Alabama, somebody like that, some elite team that's going to come in and steamroll us. We're starting the season off against a team that should be decent. They should be a 5-6 or six win team this year. It'll really tell us where we're at. If we go out and blow them out by 45 points, well, there you have it. Might have a pretty solid year. We go out and struggle with them or lose, well, I'm not writing it off, but it it's in a little bit of a question. You know? So this will be a great gauge regardless. I'm really excited. I'm really nervous. Um, I've put a lot of faith into this, in this season. I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I was not drinking the Kool-Aid last year. I was not drinking the Kool-Aid last year. I was like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And I didn't see it. And last year was extremely frustrating, extraordinarily frustrating, simply because they seemed so close every time. But for some reason, I got a weird feeling about this year. I think this could be the year that Frost writes the ship. This could be it. I'm not saying we're going to go 12-0 and and win the Big Ten Championship, but this, this could be it. If it's not, we'll know who the problem is. That's all I'm saying. Three important numbers for the game going into tomorrow. Um, Northwestern was Dead last in the Big Ten. That's right, 14th out of 14 teams in terms of scoring offense. 12th, or 12th out of 14 teams in terms of scoring defense. And they were the only team 
in the entire Big Ten Conference to score less than 200 points the entire season. The only team. They were the only one that didn't score 200 points last season. I believe it was uh, 199 they finished with. Yes, 199. They were below 200 points throughout the season. Didn't spend a lot of time covering the defense in Northwestern's offense because there isn't much to cover. Chenander says this defense is better than last year. I think a lot of that's just him talking. You got to. What is he going to do? Come out. They ask him the question, what's he going to come out and say, oh, it's worse. No, I think we're going to suck. At least we're going to take a step back. These guys aren't as good as what we had in here a year ago. Of course not. I don't believe this defense is going to be as good as last year. Um, I've been outspoken about that in the past. But that doesn't mean that it won't be a good defense. And I think the defense is going to be more than capable of holding. This is an offense again. Dead last in the Big Ten in terms of scoring. That returns eight starters. Sometimes returning starters is a good thing. In this case, it uh, might be a little bit of a different story. Um, Nebraska, if you if you can't control, if you can't contain the last place scoring offense in the Big Ten from a season ago that returns almost all of its starters, almost 80% of its starters, well, it's going to be a very negative sign as far as what we lost in terms of overall talent on defense from last year to this year. That's it. That's the pregame show. We'll see you uh, Sunday, hopefully in the morning. Depends on how hungover I am. For the postgame show, a little reaction the next morning. A little Husker hangover talk there. Uh, make sure you follow me on all my socials, at Caleb Isn't Funny on Twitter and Instagram, at Caleb Salvatore Comedy on TikTok. New show coming to Outlaw Streamer soon. Make sure you check that out in September. Um, tonight, if you are in the Omaha metro area, Council Bluffs, Lincoln, that kind of thing, you want to do something that's not football-related, you want to come out and have some good laughs, we're going to be having the roast battles, the verbal assault roast battles at uh, Beach House Bar and Grill, formerly uh, Wired Pub, right off 103rd and Fort, right off the interstate, just north of Fort Street. Um, come out there and check that out. It's $10 cash at the door, 18+. plus. If you're 18 to 20, it's $12, just as a surcharge to make up for the bar, uh, losing money on drinks and whatnot. And... Uh, yeah, come out and check it out. It'll be a great time. You can come out and hang out with me. We can talk some football, have some beers. You know, just kind of a little lighthearted fun before you're screaming at your TV tomorrow. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's uh, screams of joy. But uh, anyway, I'm peacing out. I'm going to get this uploaded and uh, can't fucking wait. Go Big Red.